You are listening to Phoebe Up Weaning Podcast. Phoebe is a free recipe app with healthy, family-friendly recipes from six months of age. Download Phoebe Up for free on the App Store. Our content is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as healthcare advice. If you have any concerns over the health and well-being of your child, please speak to your GP or health visitor. Hello and welcome back to Phoebe Up's weaning course. Last time you learned about the two different routes of weaning, baby-led and traditional. Just as a quick recap, baby-led weaning is where you let the baby take the lead and the baby feeds himself or herself and traditional weaning is where you puree the food and feed your baby with a spoon. What was the first food you gave your baby? It's the question I actually get asked most when it comes to food conversations. The answer? Pureed sweet potato for my first daughter, a steamed carrot for my second and third child. And did they like it? Yes, well, they ate it, although their faces might have told a different story at the time. Remember that this is the very first time your baby tries something other than his usual milk, so their facial expressions will tell a thousand words when they try that very first solid food. And don't expect your baby to jump with joy for his first carrot, because he's more likely going to look at it with an inquisitive or skeptical face. Your baby might decide to simply touch it or lick it or throw it on the floor if you're going down the baby-led weaning route. Or if you've got a natural foodie sitting at your table, your baby might actually open his mouth for another spoonful of that delicious puree or grab another piece of steamed broccoli or carrot. Let's go back to the question of what foods are a good starter for a baby's weaning journey. Now, babies have a tendency to prefer sweet tastes because breast milk as well as formula is naturally slightly sweet. And this is why it's best to start with vegetables because they're less sweet in taste and therefore can be more difficult to introduce to a baby after starting them off on a diet of mango, banana and strawberries, for example. Apart from the foods that can potentially pose a serious risk to your baby, I'll go through those later, you can feed your baby pretty much everything that you eat, either as puree or in the form of finger food. I'd personally go with single taste first in the very early days before blending different vegetables or fruit together. Once your baby has moved on from the first single flavors of vegetables and fruit, it's obviously time to think about their first real meal, so when you start cooking proper dishes for them. And you might wonder at this point what's going to happen to salt and sugar in your baby's diet. So the general advice is to not add sugar or salt to your baby's diet until they're at least two years of age. And life really is sweet enough without any added sugar. I've completely retrained my palate since weaning my first daughter by cooking completely salt-free and adding a pinch to my plate if I really feel the need to afterwards. Also have a look at yogurts and cereals that are aimed at small children because many of them contain sugar, so always make sure that you read the label. Now let's go back to the topic of the food sequence. I personally think it is a big thing to move on from breast milk to solids, so I only introduced one new food per day for about three weeks 
and I've put down a little food sequence guide based on my weaning journeys. So I started weaning all of my three children from six months of age and in week one and two I stuck to vegetables. I gave them root vegetables like sweet potatoes, carrots, parsnip and beetroot. They all make a great first food as they're naturally sweet in taste but not as sweet as fruit. Broccoli, cauliflower and courgette also make good first tastes. All these can be served boiled or steamed. In week three and four, I introduced the first fruits. And from week three onwards, I also made some porridge with my baby's usual milk. So I use breast milk, but you can also use formula. You could also use water to make your porridge. One little thing I'd like to add, I just used normal porridge oats and I didn't use any baby porridge. I also introduced bread at that stage and I used sourdough because it's much easier to eat than soft toast which tends to stick to the roof of the mouth. So a hard crust of a sourdough bread is also great first finger food because it is really good for the, for the sore gums that are sore from teething. From week five onwards, I introduced egg and pancake and pasta. Pasta makes a great finger food if you're going the baby-led weaning route. From week six, I introduced hard cheese and pulses. From week seven, I gave my children hummus and yogurt on a preloaded spoon. I also made them some omelette and muffin, rice and couscous and other grains. Around week eight, my children had their first taste of roast chicken. Um, I just gave it in strips, long strips that are about the size of my index finger and they were just chewing on the chicken. They didn't actually eat it. But even by chewing on the chicken, they got taste and, and the nutrients from the chicken. I also gave one of my children a whole peeled apple at that age um, because uh, she had the bottom teeth. So she could just kind of graze a little bit with her teeth um, of the apple. She obviously didn't eat a lot of it, but um, she got the kind of the, the experience of eating an apple. We also introduced homemade pizza and peanut butter on bread at that age. From week nine onwards, I gave fish and minced meat. And from week 10 onwards, chicken nuggets that we made um, ourselves. You can find the recipe on our app. And from week 11, we gave um, my middle daughter some bavette steak that she chewed on. Again, it was cut into big strips that she could hold on to and then basically just chew and suck on it. And by nine months, all my children had become quite confident eaters. Even my first daughter, who we started off on a combination of traditional weaning and um, baby-led weaning. Don't worry too much if your baby skips a day of solids in the very early weeks. This is completely normal because it is a very new thing in their life. And on some days your baby might just not be up for the challenge of a new food. And if you puree the food, you can add your baby's usual milk to help them accept new tastes. This is something that really helped with my first daughter in her weaning journey. If you follow baby-led weaning, offer food in a size that is safe, obviously, so your index finger is a very good guide. Then when it comes to breastfeeding, um, continue to breastfeed on demand in your usual routine as the baby gradually starts to eat more. 
he will adjust his milk intake. And if you're formula feeding, your baby should consume around 500 milliliters per day and only move on to cow's milk after your baby's first birthday. So this is really important to keep that in mind, that cow's milk may be used in food when you're cooking and preparing it, but it should not be a main drink until your baby is one year old. And you can offer water from six months of age in a free-flowing zippy cup. The last point we'll cover for today before we end this session are foods to avoid. Foods to avoid include honey, because in rare cases it can lead to infant botulism in children under one year of age. You can find further information on this on the NHS website. Second on our list are whole nuts. They are a severe choking hazard. Peanut butter is safe unless there are nut allergens running in the family. And I would recommend to start with smooth peanut butter before moving on to crunchy peanut butter. But you know best when the time is right for this. Popcorn is also a severe choking hazard, so don't give that to children under the age of two. Even under the age of five, it is recommended, actually. Grapes, baby tomatoes and other small fruit should always be cut in half or squashed between your fingers, because otherwise they can also pose a choking hazard. Moldy cheese and unpasteurized cheese. Um, unpasteurized cheese like hard cheese like Parmesan is safe. But um, moldy cheese and unpasteurized cheese can carry a higher risk to cause listeria infections. So do avoid them, especially when your baby is still under the age of one. There's new guidance from the NHS on raw eggs. So they're now safe to use in your cooking, like for example, when you make your own mayonnaise, if they have the lion stamp on them. I personally only offered hard-boiled eggs until my children were 12 months of age, but it is now considered safe to use also soft-boiled eggs and raw eggs in your food preparations. The last one on our list is milk. Milk as a main drink is only suitable for babies over the age of one year old. It is fine to use milk in the preparation of your food or soaking porridge oats in milk, that's also fine. It just shouldn't be consumed as a main drink. I hope today's session was useful for you. Next time, we're going to talk about how much and how often to feed your baby. Make sure you download our app, which provides free recipes and weaning tips for families with young children. Look for Phoebe on the App Store. That's P-H-O-E-B-E. Please be advised that any information is given as a general guidance only. Should you have any concerns over the well-being of your child, such as intolerances, allergies and weight, or your baby was born prematurely, or you're unsure if your baby is ready for solids, it is always best to consult with your health visitor or your GP.